there, everybody. How's it going? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another episode of The Gaming Ma. Now, usually I'm not the host, but this time I had to be because I'm so excited about the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and everyone here with me today is also very excited and have many more hours than I do because... With Breath of the Wild, I just can't stop climbing trees. I mean, I could never do it as a child, so I'm living through that vicariously. But uh, so, me being your tree climbing host, I am Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is Zach Sexton, Nolan Leahy, and Emily Rubin. So, Emily, you and I did an episode when the Switch was first announced to be an actual thing that is going to exist eventually, um, and there was a lot of speculation about what it was at first. Yeah. It was, yeah, all over the place, wasn't it? Yeah, it's way different than what I thought it was going to be, um, especially like in terms of like the handheld and how I prefer to play it on handheld rather than TV, which is something I didn't expect. Yeah, that was the thing for me is that I was like worried that they were trying to reinvent the 3DS, yeah. which I felt was kind of like reinventing the wheel because I love the 3DS. <laughs> I don't really see <laughs> a lot of problems with it. Uh, do you guys see any problems with it? Mm. Or that the Switch fixes those? Well, the Switch is kind of, when it first was announced, I was like, oh, the handheld part's not going to be as good or important because, mm. oh, it's just a, it's a touch screen. How, how good's that battery life going to be and all that kind of stuff? I was like, I'm just going to keep it docked most of the time. But surprisingly, so far, I've not actually played it docked more than maybe an hour. I've always had it, like, mobile handheld. I can't necessarily say I was, like, seeing in issues with, like, different modes or anything like that. I was like, man, this is cool. You can, like, do so much with it. But um, in terms of usage, I've mainly actually been using TV mode, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Um, mainly with Breath of the Wild. I've, I, I don't know. I've got this stinginess where I really don't want to play Breath of the Wild on the go because, like, there's such a huge just landscape where I've noticed, like, Seeing things out in the distance, I find to be easier on the television Mm -hmm. rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, in handheld mode. So I've been mainly just doing Breath of the Wild in TV mode. But if there's anything like Shovel Knight, I've been playing that mainly in handheld or Mm -hmm. tabletop. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the thing for me is that I was like, wait, where where is the screen going exactly? Because there were some like leaked kind of prototype designs where it did not look like what it was going to. There was that one that turned out to be a hoax where Mm -hmm. it was like the buttons were on the screen. Oh, yeah. And like you were touching the screen (laughs) at all times. It was all screen. Oh, yeah. Um, That scared me. (laughs) Yeah, that was, I was going to be like, yeah, that was like going to be weird. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad it's not that. I'm really happy with what it is, though. Um, But at the same time, the detachable controllers, I know that became more of a solid thing. And a lot of people were more skeptical of that, Mm -hmm. especially because of size wise, like this screen couldn't be as big as they were making it out to be at first. At first, it seemed like it was going to be the size of like an iPad mini, uh, which is like a good size, like a small book. Yeah. Um, But what do you guys think about what originally we thought size-wise and what we actually got, because it is bigger than a 3DS. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, 
the way when they were like announced it and revealed it and everything like that, the kind of camera shots and everything they were doing, they made the screen out to seem much bigger than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So it did look like it was like it's it's the next it's a gaming iPad. It's the size of an iPad. You're supposed to be able to hold it. It's supposed to be a tablet and everything like that. But it's a little smaller. I mean, it's not too much bigger than an iPhone six plus, six S plus. And but surprisingly it works in a really well or in a good way. Like it's not too small to where everything's too squished together, but it's not like too big to where it's uncomfortable in your hands. Yeah. Because we all have very different hand sizes. Yeah. 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 Emily and I are on the smaller spectrum. You guys are on the much bigger spectrum of hand size. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. but we're all, we're all pretty happy with how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like holding it in its uh, mobile form. Right. But uh, so... This was all speculation for the longest time. It was like, we don't know when this is going to happen. We don't know why this is happening. We yeah. knew why it was happening after uh, the Wii U. But um, it was a lot of not knowing. It was very, we don't know what they're going to do. Because Nintendo is always trying to do like the next thing versus doing what uh, PlayStation and Xbox have done, which is just um, kind of like upping the game a bit, yeah. but not reinventing the game right mm-hmm. um yeah. so then what were you guys's first impressions when we got the commercial and saw it in that very trendy series of apartments <laughs> <laughs> oh are you talking about like the the reveal of it yeah yeah i was pumped <laughs> i was i was so excited because um mainly because um it looked very retro in the sense of how like um it, it kind of played around like a DS from mm-hmm. or like a Game Boy Advance, which is really what something that caught my attention. And then um, when you were to, able to take them out, like take each Joy-Con out from the sides and then play it like a retro it was classic. Like, what is happening? Yeah, exactly. And like I was just blown away because it just it really took me back to those Sega Genesis days, mm-hmm. like back when I was playing the good old Sega Genesis, and like I really loved the idea of how versatile. Which I know that's, I mean, I wish there was another word for versatile because that word alone has been all over the internet when describing this thing. But um, I absolutely love the just how many ways you can use it. It's awesome. Um, I was extremely excited. I I've been like sad for Nintendo because they're my favorite gaming company. <laughs> but like they keep doing like not so well in the market. So when I saw it, I was like, just please do well. Uh, my biggest concern was actually more of like the commercial itself. It seemed to pander to like a college audience, and that concerned me a little bit because mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure who they were trying to market to, and that's a big problem. Like. On the like, on one hand, they've been like marketing to kids, and that's been a big issue because we aren't getting like the adult games, I guess. But you don't want to just pander to like one big audience. That makes sense. So I was really excited and pumped, but I was just like, "Where are we going with this?" Yeah, it, it was very trying to be like super trendy. We're playing yeah. Skyrim. We're yeah. going to a rooftop party with yeah. your yeah. game. Yeah, big time. It, it seemed like they were trying to change the audience from the previous two consoles that they have released. It was like, "This is for the people who are always on the go. That's what it's mainly for." And yeah. it's like, college kids mm-hmm. are busy. This is the ability for them to play games when they're out socializing or they're out doing this and. Nintendo does this thing lately where it's like they have a specific audience they're looking towards when they're like first revealing things or they're looking for specific demographics. Um, and then it, so 
I don't know. When the Switch was announced, I actually was not super excited compared to a lot of people. I was kind of like, uh, it looks kind of gimmick. It looks like a gimmick. Like, mm. how well is this going to run? How well is it going to work? Yeah. Now that it's out and I've been playing with it for two weeks, I mean, my opinion's changed. But yeah. I mean, the commercial, they were, yeah, they were pandering and things like that, but it actually proved to be the case. And I don't in yeah. my experience, like, no, it the commercial was yeah. exactly what. Yeah, experience with it. yeah, that was my thing. Is that I was like the commercial was one thing, but then seeing um, released information about the specs and mm-hmm. the screen yeah. size and the battery life, especially, I was like <laughs> yeah. very skeptical about whether or not this would actually work the way that they were advertising it. Because sure, in the commercial, you just plug in the Joy Cons and you're out with your dog on a walk while playing the game. But don't go out for too long because you're gonna have to plug that in eventually because yeah. the battery yeah. life. <laughs> Is not so great, but me personally playing it and never actually having plugged in to the TV <laughs> at all yet, um, it's been fine. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I play it, and then it, if anything, it's good for me because I need to stop every <laughs> once in a while <laughs> to like breathe, drink water, like live outside of Breath <laughs> of the Wild. The switch is killing you. <laughs> the switch no. is that's the ultimate goal. The switch. Yeah, it's it's sucking the life out of everyone. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Darwin Awards here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I yeah I wasn't very excited about it at first. I was like. I'm fine. I just recently had gotten a 3DS, so I was like, mm. this is my mobile platform mm-hmm. for the next foreseeable amount of time until something better comes along. I did not expect the Switch to be that something better to come along, um, especially because yeah. I was mostly seeing it as, why Why am I taking this out? Why wouldn't I just have it in the TV? But then when it's plugged in the TV, it doesn't go up to the HD standards that I'm used to yep. from other yeah. consoles. Yeah. That was my biggest thing was resolution. I think there was also like a lot of my hesitation came from it too that I, I've had hands-on experience with Nvidia Shield and the Razer device that came out years ago and they were me they were really mediocre and it was worried that this was just gonna be another this is Nintendo trying to get into that market. Um, and I really didn't like the experience of the other ones just because oh yeah, they had Skyrim or they had these other games that Nintendo was offering, but they lasted only a few hours and it was not nearly as good. I mean, you could just go and play them on other consoles or other TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was worried for that because the commercial was showing the exact same kind of uh, situations where you'd be using it, especially mm-hmm. out in the, out and on the go. Yeah, yeah. The commercial, I it was just a weird commercial for me. Yeah. And then the later <laughs> commercials um, that have recently come out, um, I know one was playing like in the little theater pre-show before the actual previews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's using that new song by Imagine Dragons, Believer, yeah. and it's yeah. kind of almost like it feels like Nintendo's being like, "Ha, you thought this wouldn't be successful, actually." <laughs> yeah. Like you made me a believer, like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But and I'm like, yeah, you got me, Nintendo. Nintendo has me now, like, entirely. Well, yeah, it feels like a good throwback to, like, like, yeah, like Nolan said, it's a good throwback to, like, Sega Genesis. It's, like, there's nostalgia factor in it. And it's 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 got a lot of people latch, especially us at college-aged and even older. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the main thing I've seen in the audiences. I've actually, when we were looking to buy it, I was more surprised seeing, like, younger people, younger than us anyway, younger than in your 20s in college with maybe disposable income. Maybe. This may be your <laughs> only income toward this. Uh, but I've been more surprised seeing kids... Uh, getting it than I have been adults, actually. That is a completely different experience for me. There were no kids when I went to get it. 
it was all people 30 and older, and I think we were the youngest. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I've not seen any kids. I saw, like, one mom that was, like, clearly oh, okay. there. Like, he said he wanted this, but I don't know. She could have been buying for her 30-year-old son. We don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I True. wouldn't I doubt mean... But so buying it itself has been an experience. Oh. Oh. I did not <laughs> expect this. I thought... I saw a lot of people pre-ordering, which is one thing, but I did not expect seeing as much on social media as I did about like, I'm in line for the switch at Walmart at midnight. Um, mm-hmm. And then I didn't really expect that. We we kind of spur the moment. Yeah. 6 a.m., woke up, <laughs> yeah. went to Target, got in line. Yeah, Daly and I both went together to get it kind of like, we'll, we'll try and get it and see if we, if we do. If we don't, it's no big deal. We'll get it eventually. But we weren't going to get it until like the night before we were like okay we'll just go get it yeah <laughs> it was like it like kept coming forward like this is coming out everyone's getting it i really want to play breath of the wild it's yeah. really beautiful okay i've convinced myself let's go <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we woke up at 6 a.m got mm-hmm. over to target it's like 27 not even it was cold it was like 27 oh, degrees no. out oh, man. there were maybe 12 people ahead in yeah line. yeah we showed up it yeah no we showed up at like 6 a.m two mm-hmm. hours before they opened and the rumor was that, that all targets would be doing like a release at 8 a.m the next day and they would have anywhere from like 10 to 70 uh, consoles, depending. <laughs> there's some leeway there. Yeah, there's yeah. some. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. really good. So there was, there was a chance, and we wanted to get two, one for each of us, and so we got in line. We were spots nine and 10, and we waited and waited for the tickets. Lady came out about 7.30 and gave us little tickets because that's how Target was doing it. And there was a total of 17 tickets for that Target, and there was 18 people in line. Ooh, Ooh, no. Yeah. Someone yeah. got the short stick. Yeah, they weren't happy either. You could see them in the back of the line. Yeah, because oh. it's not like they showed up like very, very last. I mean, they did technically, but they've been waiting for nearly an hour as well. Oh, no. But the three guys in front camped out. They had been there since 6 yeah. p.m. And it they was cold. They offered everyone Monster. They were, like, they were very coffee. nice. Yeah. We actually we drove by Target the night before to see if people were camping, and there were like two tents out there. And yeah. I was like, it is freezing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They they came out of their tent when we got there, and they were just bundled up. They had like three blankets <laughs> on top of them. Like they were ready. They were yeah. prepared. They looked like they had been growing a beard in preparation. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> Determination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like mountain men out there mm-hmm. waiting. The men and, of the switches watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they deserve the switch. They were yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was some certain like points I feel people got for like how hard they camped out. But yeah, we we finally got into the target and they were handing them out. We they had very few neon, which I heard was like across the board. Mm-hmm. Like not really? a lot of people were mm-hmm. able to get the neon one. Everyone had to wind up getting the gray one, which is fine. But that neon one though. It's just so pretty in it's person. Pretty in person, yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. <laughs> How dare you? It looks but great. You, you were the one. You went midnight Walmart. Yep. <laughs> so we were actually gonna go to uh, GameStop, but we realized that was a terrible idea because we had gone the day before, and they were like, "We can't tell you how many we have, but it's not a lot." And mm. by mm. one in the afternoon, there was a guy out there, and we just kind of neutrally decided it's not gonna happen. So later that night, spur of the moment, we were like, "We could try Walmart." So we went to Walmart at like 
10, I think. And there were, what, 10 people in line. We were like, oh, man, we could be out of luck. But they ended up having 22, and it filled up really fast. We were number 14. They turned at least eight people away. Um, And they didn't tell them ahead of time, so they stayed the entire time. Oh, (laughs) that's rough. That was great. Man. Um, but my highlight experience um, was the racism that I, I didn't experience it, but I was there. Um, I witnessed it. It was very uncomfortable. So directly in front of me were two Chinese guys. And I know it's because they were speaking Chinese and, you know, everyone was whatever. They were just talking, but they go up to the front of the line when they start releasing the switches and one of them pulls out like a tax card of some sort I don't know and he I could hear him and he was just like yeah this is for my tax exemption and the lady just like <laughs> just kind of went off like the entire time she'd just been delightful and then she's like are you trying to scalp these or whatever something <laughs> oh like that <laughs> and the guy's just like I'm there are two of us I'm buying it for my brother and she was like well I don't see why I should give you two of them or why you get an exemption. He's just like, you know what? You don't have to give it to me. Can I just have the switches? And <laughs> she just, I don't know what happened. Like everyone's just kind of awkward in line. And she's like, I'm going to call my manager. And the two guys are just like, what's oh, no. happening? Oh, no. <laughs> but the manager comes in is literally like, um, just give it to them, <laughs> you know, like, and this lady, she's like doing it really aggressively. And what's so sad is the guys were like, you don't even have to just, you know, I want to go home, I but get this. it was so bad. And finally, like they, at when they finally get the switch, like we look at the accessories and this lady like grabs the cart and like pushes it over really violently and looks at her coworker and is like, I just can't deal with this right now. You do it. And the other coworkers just kind of laughing. And all of a sudden, line are just looking at each other like, what is happening? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just Muncie felt Walmart. so bad. Yeah, oh, man. Welcome to Muncie. Muncie <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> but you got it. You survived. We all yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. We Except all got for it. those who didn't. <laughs> so versus all of us kind of did the spur of the moment. But you you were there for it. I, yeah, I was there for it. I was planning months <laughs> in advance on getting this thing because, like, like I said, said like I saw the initial revealed trailer I told you get like I told you guys just now I was excited for this thing because like you know it's not just a handheld it's also a console hybrid you know whatever so I had a Wii U beforehand uh, mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. and I did the math I only have Smash Brothers for this thing <laughs> I haven't been playing Smash Brothers in like at least a couple months. It's been collecting dust. I was playing Titanfall 2, having a blast. And I did the math and I was like, you know what? I think I should probably get rid of this thing. <laughs> so um, GameStop was offering a deal. It was like, you know, they offered a $50 bonus. Um, uh, towards a Wii U trade-in. Uh, I traded in the console and Smash Brothers and ended up getting actually $200 for it. Nice. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, it was like, sweet, I'll just put this towards the Switch and I'll have a jolly good day. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what I did. And um, I made the decision to pre-order online through the GameStop's website. Now, I have never done this before. <laughs> before you make some, you know, pre-judgments, so, um, pre-ordered online the uh, morning after the whole Switch conference back in January, and uh, I, they were when I woke up, it was like eight in the morning. They were sold out of three hundred dollar bundles, oh. all of them. Oh my gosh. Like so, 
all that was left were the, like the five hundred ten dollar bundles, gray. Like they didn't have the neon ones oh, for yep. the five hundred dollar bundles mm. either. It was like that's it. It's gray. It was like you know what? Sure, I'll splurge. And it was like, hey, you got pre-ordered. I'm like, great, yes, oorah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so. Then fast forward to, you know, end of February. We're nearing it. Yeah. We're getting close. Um, I wasn't sure if they ended up doing the pre-purchase before, like... I wasn't sure when they charged the card. Right. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice if it was like, like you know, when you confirmed this pre-order, it was like, okay, it's gonna be charged right away, or if it was gonna be charged like before, like week before. Turns out it was the week before, and my debit card expired after January. No. So, oh man. I mean, I got a new one. It was like, okay, I'll just give these guys a call, update it. Everything's gonna be awesome. And so I do that, you know, people were really nice. I will get that across. Uh, I There's been controversial stuff saying that the people are jerks. They're not jerks, it's just, it's customer service. Right. Um, but it ended up taking me four phone calls to get Man. this. I don't like any phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> four too it took many. me four phone calls, like wait times for it was like, sometimes I'd have to wait like 30 minutes just to talk to somebody. I waited a full yeah. hour before being Man. hung up on. And I would get these, like, it was like after the first time, the first phone call, I gave them all my updated credit card information. I'm like, okay, um, we'll get it changed up and I'll be good to go. I get an email like a few days later, hey, your card's been declined. And, uh. and so I call them again. They're like, okay, we got it resolved. I even get an email saying it's been resolved. And then next day, your card's been declined. I get this look of horror on my face. Like, I've just seen, like, the spirit of a demon or something like that. <laughs> because past. Yeah, just like, I'm just horrified because this is, like, days before launch. I mean, thankfully, it ended up going through. Uh, I think they ended up giving me, expre- like, express shipping for free because nice. of it. Good. Um, that or it was unintended because it was originally supposed to come to me, like, the Monday after it had come out, which right. is, like, March 3rd was a Friday, so it would be, like, what, 4th, 5th? It was supposed to come to me March 6th. I got it March 3rd. I was really excited about that, but, like, the whole process was just horrifying. <laughs> we had to fight for it. <laughs> yeah, you guys had to like physically yeah. fight for it. I was like no. doing my uh, telecommunications calls, like <laughs> battles over the phones and stuff like that. And oh, yeah, I Ooh, feel like, like no one had a entirely smooth <laughs> ride no. when it came to getting it. Yeah, but. But my question is then, now that we have it, now that we have it in our hands physically, it's there, you can play it, you're looking at it, mm-hmm. yeah. was it worth it? Yes. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I would have been so sad not to get this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The more yeah. I, like, see everyone playing it and, like, having, like, more fun than I've seen, like, with video games as a whole in a while, because I feel like eventually you're just like, oh, I got this new game, mm-hmm. and it's the game that's the thing, but the way you're playing it, the way the Switch is, is what people are more excited about, Definitely. Yeah. which I'm really pumped for. But uh, there have been some 
issues, uh, I mean, as there is uh, within the first couple weeks of a console, but have you guys experienced any of those issues that there's been a lot of, like, connectivity stuff? Yes. Yes? Oh, really? I got the left Joy-Con issue about a week ago, and that was scary because it was just like, it was like, oh, you can't play it mobile because, like, I was playing Breath of the Wild. I was showing, um, I was showing my roommate about it, and I was like, oh, watch, I disconnect, I go to plug it back in. No connection. Hmm. And this is different from like the other disconnect issues where it's just not syncing. Mine was just saying that it was not connected, like snapped back into place. And Weird. yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm going to restart it. And I restart it, and it's like, no, this is not connected. And I was like, okay, I'm going to snap it in and out a few times. And then I went into the settings and did the whole like controller configuration and everything. No, it's still disconnected. Hmm. I would have okay. panicked. I was, I was, it was starting well in my stomach yeah. a little bit. I was feeling it. It's always that moment that where you're trying to show someone how to do something and it's like not working too. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, yeah. I swear it works yeah. usually. No, no, it was at the. It got to the point like I, I've done. I, I mean, like I come from a computer and CT and CS background, and it's like I'm about to rip this apart and fix it myself. And <laughs> and I was like, no, hold on, it'll fix. Finally, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put it in the dock. I'm gonna let it sit for a while off, um, and then I came back to it. And it was fine. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what kind of issue. <laughs> you ish- needed a timeout. I don't. <sighs> Put it in the corner for a minute. Yeah, well, I had like an anxiety <laughs> panic attack. I was like, I don't want to go through the problem or the process of getting a new one. I don't want to pay yeah. for a new Joy-Con. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be awful. Yeah. But. You said, Nolan, that you had a similar issue? Um, yeah. Um, like, not like, not your snap-ins yeah. like you I've been mainly experiencing the left to de- Joy-Con desync issue where mm-hmm. it's just like it kind of like you know it's like it doesn't register for a few seconds and then it comes back in and I've had different frequencies on like how often this occurs which is the most interesting part mm-hmm. like I've had it to where like I'd be playing like a 10-hour session mm-hmm. and it's only happened twice I'm like okay mm-hmm. I mean I could deal with this I mean it's not that big a deal and then I went over to my brother's place and his, he's got like, this is his new house. He's got like a pretty good sized living room, mm-hmm. and um, like long ways, like the length of it, and it's got kind of got a short width. But um, anyway, I was like laying on the couch, vertical, and uh, I was probably a good, probably thirty five feet away. Yeah, and. Uh, it would like there'd be times where it would just happen like every five minutes oh. where like I'd be playing Breath of the Wild and like I lose control of movement and mm-hmm. that would cause like an enemy to smack me when I didn't want him I to smack me. And like just all these unwanted actions and that's like the been the biggest frustration. Yeah. And um I'm I'm really hoping that they end up fixing it. I mean there's like people online who have like taken the controller apart and moved the Bluetooth antenna yeah. around to fix it. Mm-hmm. But I mean if you do that you're voiding your warranty on yeah. it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, the temptation's there. It's just <laughs> like, you know, do I want to potentially, you know, screw up my warranty or anything yeah. like that? Or should I just reposition myself and deal with it until, like, an updated controller version comes out? Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm sticking with and hoping that the future iterations of the Joy-Con will be fixed. What we'll see it? if it happens, though. One of the things that uh, when I was perusing Reddit was I was like, okay, what, what is everybody experiencing? A lot of people are saying that that left Joy-Con fix, or there is a fix, but it requires you buying a completely new one. 
that they don't what? have that connection issue on those like sold separately once. Some people do, but majority of people said that they don't. So huh. it's something to do with the actual launch one day manufactured ones. Really? Yeah. And from what it looks like, like the layouts are very similar in the Joy-Cons, but in the left one, the way the radio is like, I think it's the way it's like tilted or something causes mm-hmm. like a lack of connection. And they're, they haven't come out with anything specifically that's just like, oh, this is what the problem is. This is what you guys need to do. Yeah. But people are saying they have to go and buy completely new ones because some people are losing connection completely. Oh, that's not good. That's yeah. not fun. Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you guys about the Joy-Cons specifically because there's that word again. They're so versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play them in a lot of different ways. So I was curious how everyone was playing with them because I know Nolan, I'm, I'm just holding the whole thing, but you are plugging into the TV and using the uh, remote, like all plugged in together. Um. I'm actually, I'm still like, uh, I'm, I decided to ditch the grip. Yeah. Like, yeah. completely. Because, like, it's actually surprising to see how comfortable they are. And, like, I also noticed when they're in the grip, I feel like the desync issue tends to happen more often. Mm. Oh. So, like, I feel like that's a part of the problem, too. Like, the n- number of objects that are in between the Joy-Con and the Switch itself. Mm-hmm. So, I decided to ditch the grip entirely. Like, I mean, I, I didn't throw it in the trash. Be like, Goodbye. you know, screw <laughs> this. But, um, <laughs> no, um... I, I just have it laying around, and like I decided if I get a future set of Joy-Cons, I'll just use it with those future sets. Right. And um, But uh, I'm, I'm actually very surprised in how comfortable it is for my hands and just like using them like, you know, freestyle, I guess yeah. is what you would call it. Having them, them detached. Yeah, having them detached and loose for me, it's like my brain can't handle it a little bit. I need the stabilization of mm-hmm. uh, the grip personally. Like... It's comfortable, but like I just feel weird. <laughs> like I need some support. Yeah. I don't like that. I feel like I can like raise my hands yeah. entirely away from each other and yep. just be still playing. Because then, what if I get used to that? What if that's mm-hmm. how I want to play? I'll look like a weirdo. It's just like a callback to the Wii. That's what they wanted with the Wii. I mm-hmm. actually cannot use the grip. My fingers are very long, and I'm using the grip on my thumb. Like it's like, oh, I got to use like. Uh, I'll go and use the analog stick. I'm clicking buttons, which doesn't normally happen when they're separated or if they're on the mobile. Um, So personally, the grip is a big no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I've used the Pro Controller. How'd you like it? Uh, The Pro Controller is nice. Like, the Pro Controller feels good. Like, especially, it feels as good as, like, an Xbox One or a PS4 controller. Like, it feels top-notch. Like, I want to play Ultra Street Fighter with it. Like, that's Mm. what I'm excited for. (laughs) I've seen a lot of memes about kind of making fun of people who buy the Pro Controller. Yeah, it's $70. Yeah, it's $70. And there's a lot of different ways that you can play with the Joy-Cons versus Mm -hmm. the Pro Controller. But I definitely understand where people want that familiarity. It did take a little bit for me at first to be like, wait, okay, how do I want to hold this? How am I hitting these buttons versus if there's something um, like a traditional controller in my hand I'm like oh I got this I know this mm-hmm. yeah definitely. yeah yeah then um we played Bomberman briefly yeah Bomberman's with the okay. little uh <laughs> when you turn them sideways yeah, yeah. It's just like, they're so little I'm afraid it just scares me you got it like, you got to put the uh the the grip the on the grip, grip on it the, makes uh, it much the extra better. bit the, yeah um, like I'm surprised on how much improvement of just gameplay yeah. there is just by putting that little slab of grip on there yeah. yeah. It makes sitting the L and the R so much easier. Yeah. I gotta say, I actually played my Switch with my grandma, who had a Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System and a Super Nintendo, and she was used to that old style controller, mm-hmm. and she's like, 
I mean, except for the the analog stick, but like yeah. for the general sense, she was like, oh, this is the same exact thing. It was kind of interesting seeing my 60, 62-year-old grandma be like, oh, I can do this. I picked it up right away. It's comfortable. It's familiar. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. It did feel, it feels pretty cool just having that little powerful thing to play a full-size game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I have really enjoyed it. It scares me because I feel like I could just break it in half. Yes. <laughs> Every time I take them in and out of the grip, I'm like terrified. They're just oh, going to yeah. like, yeah. explode or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's been my main worry with it. It's not so much, I haven't experienced connecting issues or anything but it's just it feels fragile i'm afraid yeah. for it yep yeah yeah i mean like and they get scuffed up pretty easy and things like that so i mean they are a little fragile i've seen pictures of people who have dropped them on like uh, concrete and stuff like that the and they terror. they will break no but <laughs> that's traditional with most controllers if you drop it on something hard they will break so yeah man i've seen of course, now those videos are so popular, like the kind of will it blend style. People have just been being like, what's inside the Nintendo Switch? Cuts it in half. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, guys, do you know how hard it was to get this? There's yeah. someone out there that's like, I wasn't able to get it. Um, and that's that's one of the things, too, is that, like, when can people get this again? Because it's I heard it's there's a restock. Difficult. Yeah, I heard that, yeah, I heard yeah, this back. morning. I think that the, they're doing like a huge restock. Yeah, they're bringing a bunch of units back in this week. Now I've heard that a lot of like I don't know, like Indian places like that, they're already sold out, but right. they're mm-hmm. restocking them like every day now. Yeah, because that was the thing. It was like very surprising to me how few that they yeah. had, and everyone was worried that it was going to be like um, what happened around Christmas time mm-hmm. with the uh, the mini, the NES Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, but. They, they're definitely like shipping out more, and they're, the production's going. I feel like the pre-order was difficult. I mean, I I had it in my cart, and it went out. Um, but I feel like actually getting it past release won't be too hard. I mean, it's all they're already restocking it. I don't think this is like the Amiibo craze or like the NES Classic. Uh, they have to make money off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, they're staking everything on this, honestly. So I mean, they have yeah. to make more and sell them. Yeah, I think it's paid off for them, well, definitely. It, it's following that Wii route almost. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're like, it's yeah. going to be restocked. It'll sell out really fast. And it's going to be hard to track one down. But it's not going to be like to the point where it's like, well, you won't get one for another six months. It's yeah. like, oh, you might have to wait a week or two, and then yeah. you'll get one or something like that. But yeah, it's almost more satisfying that way, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Fe- I feel like we won something when yeah. we got that. It was much more than like, I just spent... A lot of money I didn't expect to <laughs> spend, but here I am, mm-hmm. and it's totally worth it. Especially, um, we've said it over and over. You can't avoid talking about it when you're talking about the Switch. Breath of the Wild is the best <laughs> game ever. That's just the gaming model. It's all right. Yeah. Well, that's my comment. Then yeah. I guess. my comment is that I definitely think it's the best, absolute best launch title since Halo Combat Evolved. I will say that. In terms of just launch title games, yeah. I'm super impressed with just how well this game's this game plays for a launch title. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually, I don't know. I've done a lot of console launches and everything like that, but this one was definitely the best experience. The game itself was definitely, I don't know. I, I'll go on the line of say, like, it's the best launch title of all time. Like, that's my personal opinion. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving this game so much. I... I'm not a person that usually puts in a huge amount of time to games. Like, Skyrim is probably where <laughs> I've logged the most amount of time. Me too. <laughs> but that said, um, I literally spent 
real time 24 hours in tutorial land um, <laughs> yeah. in Breath of the Wild. And I was perfectly fine with that. It never felt like I was doing something repetitive. Yeah. Um, it just feels like that's never going to happen in the game, really, for me so far. But I am one of the people who is very satisfied to climb stuff and then jump off of stuff and then climb it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find other stuff. So, but that, that's been my um, experience. I'm not very far in the game personally, but yeah. I know you guys are all much farther, so you probably have a better experience, like, overall, what this game is. Because I know a lot of people, uh, you know, there was the whole thing with, what? Someone gave it a seven out of ten how dare they uh, how dare they I mean Zelda fans can be uh, the, 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 sometimes Zelda fans are really tough to work with and I, I mean I agree I was a little like <laughs> seven are you crazy but yeah. I mean it's just that's that's the nature of that game series I honestly think this game's getting way too high ratings and I can't stress enough how much I love it I'd probably give it an 8.5 or a 9 so I mean I'm not thinking like seven but like I don't think it's a perfect game by any means and like you know, the big thing for me is, like, I did get bored after a while because you see the same enemies, just recolored differently. Um, I mean, it, I, I still love it. I don't mean to sound like, it's the worst, I hate it. It's just, for getting the straight 10 out of 10s, I think it has some problems, <laughs> for sure. Really? Um, for me, the biggest thing is, like, the open world and how they advertise as, like, being completely alive, but I go through all these stretches of nothing just like nothing but a few mushrooms to pick up and that is a little distracting for me because like in Skyrim I feel like there's more like around me going on um I don't know that could just be me I've played a lot of open world games though so so I've done the same I mean I've been playing games I'm probably the oldest one on here truthfully and I've probably (laughs) (laughs) spent the most part of my life playing games like that's that's what I do that's what I'm going into I'm going to be a game designer one day and Mm -hmm. Zelda this one's really my recommendation to anybody who's kind of like getting bored or anything like that is push through the story Mm. go through and get all the towers like do that and then it's like as soon as you do that it's like whoa wait a second why why are there's like uh, suddenly everything opens up and there's like way more to it and that's kind of what it is. Now, I'm not going to say, like, oh, it's a perfect game. It doesn't deserve a 10 out of 10. There's pacing issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm the farthest mm-hmm. one here of the group in the story. And I think I've I've put uh, about 53 hours into it since I've gotten <laughs> it. And there's pacing issues with the story. There's, like, there's definite, like, combat issues later, too. But as a whole... As soon as you unlock all the towers and you start getting in there, there's a more of a vibrant world going on. Mm. There's connections to those open spaces that you don't realize actually exist until you get somewhere else. It's like, wait, did you have you been to this point? Go back again and look at this. Relook at this point. And then it's like, wait, I completely didn't realize there was this whole other thing to do here. Or there was this whole other reason for this being this way. And it's rich in this kind of lore sense that um, I don't know. There's like you can go back and you'll find an item, and it's like, well, here's some. Here's why this item's important in this specific spot. So, it's good in the sense that you. Sh- it's a good open world game. It's a very good mm-hmm. open world game. Definitely. Um, but there is those issues of pacing, like I said, and yeah. there are moments where it's like I need to just put it down, and it's like not as fun as it was at this point or something like that. Yeah. I mean, when you make something so massive, I think I've seen the graphic and I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate as to how big this game is, mm-hmm. but 
the what's been thrown around is that it's six times larger than Skyrim's map. So there's there has to be. It would be almost overwhelming if there was stuff always, but I agree that I want more stuff when I'm riding through the fields for a good hour looking for things other than foxes, which Zach brutally murders. You gotta collect that meat. No. I know. <laughs> My you favorite get it animal. from deer. Or from There boars. are areas in the game where <laughs> all there are are foxes, and it's like, if I don't get this fox, this enemy's going to one-shot me. And that's the other thing about the Zelda game. This game is brutal in some senses. Yes, it is. It is. I love it. Like, I love that. Yeah, I've played every single Zelda. I've beaten every single mm-hmm. one of them, and this one is way harder than, like, this one's, like, the original one's hard because you will yeah. die. But that's because of the, like, lack of control and the lack of ability to play. This one's just hard. Everything mm. will kill you so fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I've been, like, slapped off a cliff multiple times. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you'll see me tumbling and lose, like, tumbling and losing all these hearts. It's like, no, get up, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> um, and, and, like, I know that going to bring it up again because this is, like, a gaming maw um, reference. It just reminds me so much of Dark Souls combat. And yeah. sense. like, yeah. and I love it for that reason. Um, I mean, it's not as hard as Dark Souls, but it's like, it's like you could definitely tell the cues much easier than what you'd be able to tell in like Souls yeah. enemies and stuff like that. But it's like the thing that I love about this open world game that, in terms of its combat, in comparison to stuff like Skyrim, as Emily mentioned before, is that. Like, when it comes to Skyrim, there's, like, a very... I've noticed there's, like, a sweet spot between that and Oblivion where there's just, like, you know, you start getting more powerful mm-hmm. and and you start, you know, killing the, like, the earlier enemies with, like, just ease, but you still come smack, up with... Smack, smack, yeah. yeah. Like, you still come up with, um, like, you're approaching these tougher enemies that are yeah. still challenging. It's that sweet spot that I love and that... And then when you over-level in those Elder Scrolls games, the challenge just stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you power spike. You power through everything. You, you're just rich, and you can do, like, anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me to really get enticed into a game, I really need—that challenge has to continue. And this mm-hmm. is what this— this is what Breath of the Wild does with its combat. Mm-hmm. I'm still finding a lot of the enemies challenging. I've got like mm-hmm. roughly 14 hearts, yeah. and I'm still dying from enemies, which yeah. is what I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I know that um, daily, you said that you're only like what 30 hours in. Yeah, around there. Like that's something you will notice, like when you start getting more hearts, is that like the enemies don't let up, and that's something that I just love about it that it does so right. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is the first game I've played in a long time, Zelda wise, because the last one I played, I was sharing with three other people who were all trying to play it at the same time. It was Skyward Sword. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Pass around the controller. Yeah, it has been surprising to me um, how challenging this is because this has kind of been, to me anyway, marketed as because it's a launch title Mm -hmm. for this very new thing that a lot of people outside of gaming have been interested in um, as like an accessible game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what works too because it offers you all these things you can do. 
but it's not like you're the god of the world and you yeah. can do whatever. Mm-hmm. You're smacking down enemies constantly. You're rich. That's especially been the thing is you got to hold on to those rupees. Yeah. Yeah. Spend them on like, arrows. The economy like, arrows. of Hyrule just tanked in this yeah. one. Like, you know, it's like before Ocarina of Time or Majora's yeah. Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, all the game. You all those out four. Those like, I mean, you, you max out so fast and it's like, oh, you want 30 arrows, it'll cost you like, what, 20 rubies? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. And learn, like, you're, they're so useful. It's like you can kill like most enemies with one <laughs> shot. Whereas, like, it takes, like, I've taken up to, like, seven to ten arrows mm-hmm. just to kill one enemy. Yeah. Yep. And and then I have to spend, like, 35 rubies for, like, <laughs> five arrows. Yeah, yeah, if that. And it's just, you're, it's you're, mind-blowing. Yeah, you're <laughs> sitting there fighting, and you're like, what is the opportunity cost of doing this battle? I like, know, yeah, right? Keep doing this. Like, you like, start getting really economical like, during your <laughs> battles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Should I invest in this enemy? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then, like, also, it's like, you're going to need to save those rupees. You may need an outfit later that's specific for this area. Yes. And it's like, yeah. oh, no, how much is that going to cost? And it's like, well, we're not going to cut it short and be like, oh, you only need a few hundred. You're going to need a few thousand. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. outfits are ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. yeah like, it's I spent so much time mining to sell things mm. than I like to admit. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's, mining. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting because I was like, huh, mining. I, I'm playing cooking Minecraft. fish and selling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fish, cooking. I love, it. I love this cooking simulator. You know, Breath of the Wild as a cooking simulator, best game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, cooking mama. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the jingles that go along with them yeah, too. The, yeah. I do too. <laughs> It's like, yes, I cooked something. And like, if you make something new or really good, it's like, dink, dink, dink. Yeah, really motivates you. Until you get that censored like item, and it's like, you didn't cook something right. Oh, the gross thing. It's like all green and purple. Back to arrows, though. I did want to ask you guys because it took me a while to kind of figure out wait, I'm moving the console and I can aim. (laughs) Yep, same. I like that personally, but I know you don't. No, I turn that off immediately. Okay, so... I didn't even know you could turn it off. (laughs) I've been dealing with it like, okay. You have to live with it. I I personally do not like motion controls. I never have. I don't like them in Mm. anything. I don't even like them in like VR or anything. Um, So I turn it off like as soon as I can. But those shrines, there are specific shrines that still require them and they're the most infuriating thing ever. I have to... I had to ask you. I was like, you did this one, help me. Well, that one you were doing, you know, when you have to like balance your tablet and everything yeah. like that, you, you can literally take it and flip it over and the ball will flip to yep. the other side and you can do it real quick. Yeah. Yep. Gosh. Yeah. I, I didn't oh, do that I though. Remember. I went the hard okay, way. Okay, have we all d- done that shrine? So we yes. Can... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I thought you were supposed to like lean it over to that I did platform too. or whatever, yeah. and like I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like flipping the thing over, trying <laughs> yeah. to launch the ball. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got it on pure accident because yeah. I did the exact same thing, and it took yeah. me like way longer than it should have. Yeah, like, for I'm sure. kind of embarrassed. Yeah. My brother took it and he took his switch and he just flipped it in the yep. air and caught it and it's like That's it awesome. threw it all the way to the wall and I was he's like there we go and I was like you're you're so lucky That's amazing <laughs> That's cheating that yeah. It took cheating. me so long to get it though Yeah <laughs> oh I'm I'm glad it's used very sparingly yeah. I I personally have liked it because I've in games I've always hated um 
archery because <gasps> I suck at what? it with like aiming with both the joysticks. But now I'm just like, eh, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. Like you can't see me because this is a podcast. But well, you just, do archery in person. That's yeah. Yeah. It affects you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I do do archery in person. So it's like that uh, dissonance isn't there. That makes where sense. Where I'm like actually aiming. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've enjoyed that a little bit. But I can definitely see why they kept it sparingly. Yeah. I yeah. I think. I don't know if it's, like, just me, but sometimes, like, the motion controls and then, like, the actual controller controls, like, when archery, when doing archery especially, like, they conflict with each other. Like, sometimes my motion controls just won't do it. Ooh. Is that mm-hmm. just me? Because no, I think that's just you. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. I always forget that, A, motion controls, B, I probably only ever touch the screen itself Mm -hmm. when I'm trying to put it in sleep mode because that's the easiest way you just dink, dink, um, Mm -hmm. hit it. But how often have you guys actually touched the screen as a touch screen? Because I I forget. Uh, Okay, so there's a game out called Vose or something like that, and it's a music simulator game, and that's the only time I've actually, like, done it, Mm. like, I have a friend who has it, and he pl- and he was showing me it. And you have to detach the controllers; it can't be plugged in. And you touch the screen to play the music beat game. And that's the only time I've ever used it. I don't even use it for like the eShop menu or anything. I don't. Yeah. Mm. I don't it feels it feels like an afterthought. It feels like a lot of people were like, "Oh, touch screen," when it was first uh, being released and like thought of. But then it was like. When am I going to touch the yeah. screen? Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's just useful for the home menu so yep. far, mm-hmm. and that's about it. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I haven't, I don't have any games that really, you know, specify it so far. I've only yeah. got, like, Shovel Knight 1 2 Switch and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to get uh, Binding of Isaac in the mail here soon. Yeah. yeah. So. so, a lot of people have been using it purely as Breath of the Wild machines, which totally works, uh-huh. totally fine. Um, especially because a lot of people have been like, well, what other games are there? There are <laughs> other games. There are. And we've played some of them. I have eight eight or nine games on my Switch or something wow. like that. Nice. I have three physical. I have Zelda, Bomberman, and then I went this morning at 10 a.m. to pick up <laughs> Binding of Isaac because I'm a giant fan of Binding of Isaac. And then I have like a bunch of classics downloaded, and I have like I Am Setsuna. I have all these games I have from my computer and other consoles, mm-hmm. but it was... I don't know. I went and bought them because I was like, I want to try them in a different aspect. Mm-hmm. I like them more on the Switch, surprisingly. Um, like a little background, I'm a graduate student. I, I work during the day and then I go to class at night. I get an hour to two hours a break at most every, or uh, one to two hours at most a break every day for five days a week. I don't have time to really sit down and play these games anymore. So I can just really pick them up and go whenever. Mm-hmm. And things like I Am Setsuna, which is... A JRPG that's made in the sense of old style Final Fantasy. And I didn't have time to actually sit down and play those games on my computer. Now I can. I'm actually experiencing the game fully for the first time on my Switch, whether whereas on my PC I could never get fully into it. Mm. And I feel like I'm investing more time into these other titles that have been released already before on my Switch than I ever have. Yeah. That was the thing is that a lot of people were like, will this be also for the Switch versus will like something be made specifically for the Switch, like Snipper Clips and One Two mm-hmm. Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Those were just like what I've heard a lot from that is that it's a party game, you're gonna play it once or twice maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you got uh, one two switch? Or yeah, I yeah. got I got one one two switch. Um, it came with the bundle, mm-hmm. so and you can't really, really return it unless you do like shipping or something like Bleh. that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, I'll keep it for reasons that I don't think I can explain on Ball State Media. <laughs> but, um, but um, like, I mean, I, I took it to a friend's house. We're like, okay, we'll just mess around with it. I mean, we played through each game about once, but, like, mm-hmm. like the desire to replay through them all again just was not there. Mm-hmm. We got, I mean, we got some funny reactions out of it because, I mean, I do thing I do like is how it does like force you to look at the other player. I think mm-hmm. that's that's a really unique concept for a video mm-hmm. game. Yeah, but at the same time, though, it's just a lot of these games lacked any real depth, right. which I can yeah. understand because, like, I mean, I was look looking at. Um, a uh, interview with Reggie Phil's aim on the CBS morning show and he said that their target audience was like age 7 to 95 <laughs> it's like man Everyone. that's a big audience yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, getting no, no. those 3 year olds yeah, yeah. 3 year olds 96 year olds you're not allowed to have the switch yeah <laughs> but um i mean the games were really simple, and mm-hmm. they had like tutorial videos, which I liked. Um, like there was really no questions as to how to play these games. It's just that, you know, I would like to see like a package like that come out to where there's actually, you know, at least a little bit of a learning curve, yeah, or something mm-hmm. like that. Kind of like you know, we sports had with like mm-hmm. bowling and oh, golf. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and, sucked at bowling for a long like, time. <laughs> like and and the, that encouraged you to come back to the. Game game and get better yeah which is why it was a great bundle title Mm -hmm. but like this in this case it's just like you know you play it once and then you're like okay and that happened i think that's what's so unacceptable about it because this is what sixty dollars you're gonna play it once this should have been a tech demo i believe it's 50 i think it's 60 because that's how much it was one two switch is 49.99 because i I just saw it yeah they're so pricey and you get you get maybe what a couple hours gameplay yeah, out of that at a time. I mean, at launch, it was number, definitely yeah. 16. I will say you get wow. a good number of mini games. It's like 28 mini games. So when yeah. you dial that down, it's like, what, two bucks so, a mini game? So you've played it. My question is, is it really just a thing to showcase that rumble feature? Um... Is the rumble feature really even that good in it, or is it? I I mean I was pretty impressed with it to be yeah. honest. Like I mean if they can integrate that with any future games, I will be super mm, impressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was like it was that um, that you know that marble game that they were where they have it. And you got to like yeah, move around it. It's that and... game that really impressed me because yeah. it wasn't just okay your controller's rumbling. Yeah, it was like it was almost like you can feel it mm-hmm. and like you would. Like you would tip it over like one way to like towards the left side of the controllers, like facing the bottom, and like you'd feel all of those marbles just hit each oh, other. Wow, and cool. it was really cool. Huh. I thought that like if they can integrate that somehow with like maybe any enemy detection or something like that, like in future titles, man, I think that's gonna blow 
people's minds away. Like, hmm. We live in the future. Yeah. Like, you where there's, the like, steps because going there's directional, oh, cool. like, there's directional, like, rumble features, like, vibrating features. Whereas, like, you know, you play on, like, an Xbox or something, it's like, oh, the, the c- c- controller's vibrating. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that's, like, that's the whole thing. And that's yeah. supposed to be your immersive experience. It's like, well, okay. But this is. This is really different. Hmm. I, like, if you guys want, I'll show you guys after, and it's really cool. Hmm. But, um, like, the other mini games were like, meh. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like that. Milking happened. a cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that felt awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, shaving too? Yeah, yeah, the shaving ones, like, and that one's not really as awkward. It feels like. I don't know. It kind of felt like daily routine. Like, yeah, he's the best at shaving you. He's like, you know me, I've got like this nice scraggly Irish beard going on. But um, Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> you too, guys. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, that one was nearly the, the one that we refused to play. And this is in the game, and it just, we're like, no, we are not playing this. It was, um, you were supposed to cradle a baby. I've seen it. What? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like Freaked you could drop the out. baby? Like, you had to put the baby down at some point. Yeah. Oh. It, like, yeah. Yes. Like, I mean, it was meant for a single player, and what they wanted you to do was they wanted you to put the Joy Con in the tablet mm-hmm. and take it out of the dock. And they wanted you to cradle your switch. No, nope. yeah, I was like, no, I, I'm not thinking of having kids for a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm a 21 year old college student just worrying about, you know, trying to get his degree, right. and I think that's enough. Yeah, as fond as I am of the switch, it is not my child. What? <laughs> my really? Yeah. I'm not a real fan. Yeah, I cradled it without oh, the game. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Every night you gotta it. put it to bed. Exactly. Like, you're put okay, it on sleep mode. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Covered up. Yeah, uh, but uh, I picked up Binding of Isaac today, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, I put a couple hours into it. Binding of Isaac feels good on the Switch. Now this is only after two hours, but Binding of Isaac always feels good. But like mm. using both joysticks at the same time, holding it and being able to move around and play it, that feels really good. Like I actually feel like Binding of Isaac transitioned into the Switch better than most games have so far. Yeah, that's awesome. great. Yeah, I'm glad like to hear. It. Now it is fifty or it's forty. It's forty dollars. It's thirty nine ninety nine, which is. A lot to pay for a game that's been out for a while. Yeah, so, yeah. But if you want it in a different way. Yeah, but it, it's. I mean, if you have the money, definitely it's cool. It's worth the pickup. Yeah. I feel like oh, that's yeah. justified in this case because I know, like, for example, this summer I'm going to Japan. That's a 20-hour flight here. I mean, there and back. Mm-hmm. So like, I would be willing to dish out that money to have mm-hmm. my switch for like that on my switch for so like. That huge plane ride. I mean, I have it on computer, but like I can't <laughs> drag my entire like yeah. desktop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like it's justified. And the battery life, Binding of Isaac, does it seem to drain your battery battery life as much as Zelda does? Like you get a good three mm-hmm. hours out of Zelda. But yeah. So far, like I played it for two hours earlier, and I was at seventy eight percent on a full charge. <sighs> Perfect. I, I can say the same for Shovel Knight when I was playing. Yeah. That. It, it really didn't use up that much battery at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm guessing it's like you know. How much processing power does it yeah. take to yeah. run it? Yeah, and, yeah. And that's going to determine your overall like battery life for like the duration of playing that yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I was playing it for like a solid three hours and it was still yeah. at 80%. Yeah. Shovel Knight's one of those other ones too. It feels it feels right at home. Oh, so yeah. Like, 
I, oh yeah, it's so nice. I have it on um, PC, and I I think I downloaded it for 3DS and never played on the 3DS. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah well, I mean, who knows? Uh, but I got on the Switch and I bought Treasure Trove, and I've gone through it all the way through it already. So. Like all the DLC as well. <laughs> yeah, Specter Knight's good. Or Tournament I, Specter, oh. pick it up if you if you like Shovel Knight. Specter Tournament is good. Yeah, I got the Treasure Trove as well. I'm working through Play yeah. Night, yeah. and it's just so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting to me how, like, this is kind of like the futuristic device that it is, but everyone's really loving playing retro-style games yeah. on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and I'm, I'm really enjoying that because, like, I just miss all these old-age features that mm-hmm. were, like... Because, like, nowadays it's just, like, you know, you get your console, your PC or whatever, you're just sitting alone just wishing for that second player next to you to just <laughs> talk smack to. And it's yeah. just... Yeah. I miss that so much. Much more mm-hmm. than you could believe, even if it were like my brother or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, like, we used yeah. to talk smack about video games, like when we're competing against each other and <laughs> all that. And like, I miss those days. I feel like this is going to bring it back, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Ooh. the resurrection of WAN. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can, like, it says that you can, like, uh, connect up to, like, eight switches at once, apparently. Wow. That's cool. I, I haven't yeah. looked too much into it, so I don't know about Mario Kart. But, but, it was something like that. But, I like, sure. I, I don't think, if I'm correct, I don't think it requires an internet connection. Ooh. That's it, good. I, I believe so. You might have to fact check me on uh-huh. that. But, like, um, if that's the case, I would love to have just, like, switch parties of that and, like, like if there's, just, like, a... Okay, there will be a future Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's let's, bound let's to happen. Yeah, but, um, but I would love to have just like land stuff happen again because I really miss those days. Yeah, that was the part of the commercial that like everyone kind of made fun of was that girl like went to that trendy rooftop party and she brought her Switch and oh, was like, yeah. let's play Mario Kart together and everyone and like everyone online was like. This weird girl showed up and was like, we're stopping the party, we're playing Mario Kart, listen to me, this is mm-hmm. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But it now it feels more real, like, I would totally be like, yeah, yeah let's Yeah, go. let's do it, let's uh, go. I know, but, like, the one part about it I didn't like is, like, them crowding around the one Switch. Yeah, that, that's no. uncomfortable. Yeah. That, having two people on the same like screen with the kickstand and just set up, it it's not very comfortable. There's not enough room for that on the yeah. screen. That that's a doc situation. Like. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was okay. Like, um, like I mean, when you have only two people, it's not so bad, especially if you have like a couch or something. But mm-hmm. I, I could imagine other situations where it's just not suitable at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rooftop parties. But <laughs> I mean, at the same time, though. If you can get, like, eight people together with four Switches to do, like, you know, something like a big Mario Kart game mm-hmm. or something like that, would you do it, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the mm-hmm. question, Maybe really. a good Mario Party? Maybe a good yeah. Mario Party. Oh. Yes, please. Yes. Oh, good yes. Mario oh, Party. Good. Yeah. Good's the big good. Nintendo, good. That would be a good opportunity for Mario Party if I could get, like, an online game of Mario Party yeah. going. You know mm-hmm. what? Take the one-two Switch, kind of like the, like the Rumble feature and everything like that, apply it to Mario Party. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd be down for that. Uh-huh. They might be doing that. I'm actually yeah. surprised that it's not what they didn't do. Yeah. The yeah. tech demo. I know. And then yeah. that would have been, everyone would have been like, oh, of course you get the Mario Party yeah. versus like one, two, swing. I yeah. just hope the next Mario Party is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, good. Yeah. Nine and ten. That like eight, nine and ten. Just, yeah, there's know. a lot of games I think we're 
that we want to come out yeah. for. Yeah, like what, what are you guys excited about coming out in the future? Splatoon. Splatoon. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't even express how happy I am, and now I can actually play with someone in the room, and that's just such a big deal because, like, you had to play either, like, you had to have two Wii U's, which is impossibly hard to find another person with mm-hmm. a Wii U and Splatoon on top of that. That's your friend. And then, like, otherwise you're just playing with Randy's online, and that's yeah. not as fun. For me, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, I will look into Splatoon because I missed out on the first one. Mm-hmm. But um, I mainly... I passed on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I'm looking forward to that because of battle mode. Mm-hmm. Um, Odyssey. Mario of Odyssey. Of yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the indie game uh, Wargroove. I know I've mentioned it a couple mm-hmm. times before. I don't know if you guys watched the Nindies. Yes. Yeah. You watched the Nindies? Yeah, yeah. So are you guys familiar with Advance Wars? Uh, it came out on the Game Boy Advance like over a decade yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like... Past our time. <laughs> um, but, um, like, apparently Advance Wars was amazing because it was, like, it was a turn-based strategy mm-hmm. where uh, it was you and an opponent and, like, you would have tanks and stuff like that. And apparently it was really in-depth strategy and everyone was actually pretty, like, pleasantly surprised about it because of, like, how in-depth it got. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, this modern warfare-esque with all these vehicles, like, attacking each other and soldiers and stuff. But this is the spiritual successor to that accession essentially where instead of it being modern-esque it's all medieval fantasy Mm -hmm. so like you could make soldiers undead soldiers dragons all that stuff and send them to attack each other take over castles and all that Mm -hmm. and then apparently you can make your own maps too so and this is all an indie game yeah by uh chucklefish chucklefish uh, uh, stardew valley yeah Yeah. there you go my favorite um Yeah. yeah they're the same people behind stardew valley and like i think it looks Fantastic! Yeah, the art's on the art on it is really solid. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me personally, I got three that are just written down, big list. First of all, I want I'm excited for ukulele. Yeah, like, oh yeah, so big time. I grew up with like rareware, and I grew <laughs> yep. up with all those games, and I'm a big collectathon fan. Yeah, I mean, right like there with I spent all last summer just playing through the rare rare collection and everything. I think I beat all like almost everything yeah. on there. Um, <laughs> so I saw it, and I was like, "This is some of the original rare guys. This looks mm-hmm. cutesy. They have the funny voice and the animations." Oh yeah, day one buy. Um, Stardew Valley. Yep. So I yeah. did. I have not played Stardew Valley. <gasps> what? And it's mainly because I'm too. When it came out. That was when my like college career took off, and I got mm. real busy. But then also the fact that it's multiplayer now. It will be on the Switch only. On the Switch only. I don't know if they'll implement it later, but it's going to Switch first as multiplayer. Uh So Daily and I can play it together. Yeah. 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 There you go. And then the third one's not exactly a game, but there are rumors of possible mod support for the Switch, which would be really cool for Binding of Isaac, Skyrim, and various other kind of things. Definitely. Um, That'd be amazing. Oh, wait. And another one, actually. Because uh, everybody wants a new Metroid game. Everybody wants a new Castlevania game. Oh, yeah. We are getting Hollow Knight, I'm pretty sure. Hollow for the Knight. Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania game that just recently came out. It's got, like, really cool cell-shaded, like, art, and it's all, it's all hand-drawn, and it's mm. a gigantic game. It's got, like... 30 hours of gameplay just doing the main story. That's so exciting. Wow. Yeah, and it is coming to Switch. I believe I read that right. I oh, Hopefully awesome. I'm crediting that right. But if it does, that's where I'm going to like spend all my free time. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. I feel that. It just came out on like PC, so 
Reggie yeah. has been hinting, like really giving all these hints about a new Metroid game possibly. Yeah. Like mm. maybe next year. I, w- I don't know. Maybe. Um, we'll yeah. see. But yeah. um, like say, yeah, people I'm have there. been begging for a new like <laughs> 2D Metroid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Super Metroid. And I just recently, like last summer, I started playing Super Metroid for the first time. Oh, man. Amazing. Wow. Changed your life, right? I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. changed my life. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like Metroid and the Metroid Prime series are just like, you got to play them. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have to. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. yeah. And it, it'll change your out- it'll change your look on games and everything. I want a new Castlevania. 2D Castlevania. Castlevania, please. It's one of my favorite game series, and it like Nintendo. Every time there's a Smash Bros, I'm like, give me Belmont, and they refuse. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, because Sony <laughs> jumped in, and it's like, we're gonna be the new Castlevania people, and it's like, I don't, I don't they want you Sonic. to be. Sonic. <laughs> Why can't they? Get... Oh, yeah. speaking Sonic of Sonic Mania, Sonic Mania, yes. and also as of today, uh, what was it? The Sonic, the new Sonic title was officially announced this morning. Oh, is it going uh, to Switch? Yeah, Sonic, it is coming to Switch. Uh, Sonic Twenty Forces, Sonic Forces, or Sonic. Yeah, uh, you'd, you'd find that. Yeah. I'm. I'd be really excited for that, for sure. Uh, no, yeah. I, I got some complaints. They showed a gameplay trailer. It doesn't look much different than the previous 3D Sonic games. Oh. Yeah. It, it looks like hit start, character runs automatically. You just okay. kind of... Well, then I'm excited for the funny videos about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I've just... Sonic has gone so downhill for me that I'm so desperate for, you know, them to make a good one. I'm just like, give it to me. Sonic Mania. Mania. Yeah. Man, Sonic Mania. Dive you know, into that. Sonic Mania, I'm, I am not even going to, like, I am hyped for that. I oh, Sonic's always put me off and everything since, uh, since like 3D Sonic and everything. But mm-hmm. Sonic Mania, it's just it's looking good. Its graphics are pretty. It's got classical music and it's made by some like, it's made by a small team. Yeah, good. and yeah. I was looking up like uh, some discussions over that team and like they're basically calling themselves the Sonic Maniacs. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I mean, because um, they were huge fans of the original 2D Sonic games, and you know they were just so desperate, like they wanted to really make that classic s- experience come back. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm seeing it across the board for Sonic Mania. And That's I'm a just, good kind of dedication. Yeah, yeah. That. And like, there's like. A lot of the original power-ups, like the yeah. like the magnetic mm-hmm. shield or whatever that mm-hmm. yeah. the rings towards you. Yeah, there's that. And, the yeah. only problem, it just keeps getting delayed. It got delayed yesterday too. Yeah, mm. it keeps getting delayed. Now it's like late summer or something. So. But you know what? I will wait for it. I, yep. I'm, wait I'm, for I'm you, no Sonic. We waited so long <laughs> for Breath of the Wild, and look how yeah. great it turned out. Yeah. I can wait for Sonic Mania. It can't I be worse than better. Sonic 06. Nothing. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> I don't know. We don't we'll see what Sonic game. Forces. We'll see. We'll if you see. want just destruction in the background and running and collecting stars while Sonic does everything for you. Yeah. yeah. Way too realistic yeah. people yeah. compared to Sonic. That was my biggest That was hilarious. That. It's just, mm. It creeped me out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to things that have a more unified aesthetic than 3D <laughs> Sonic. Um, so yeah, Stardew Valley, definitely. And uh, then Animal Crossing, whenever that might would happen. Because it has to. Yeah. It has I guess to. my thing is like, you know, Stardew Valley took over Harvest Moon, essentially. I mean, they're still yeah. making them, but Stardew Valley does it so much better. Sorry, mm-hmm. Nintendo. And, you know, Animal Crossing is essentially just another variation of Harvest Moon, but it's more popular. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering with all these similar, similarly titled series with, like, very similar premises, how many are we going to have, like, of Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, and Stardew Valley? Is my intro. Like, That's a good I know point. what you mean, yeah. because, like... Point. 
I was looking at like um, you know how um, there's like a, on the um, eShop there's a F Zero S game RMX. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And mm. then in my pre-order package, uh, I'm getting a Red Out when it comes out. Yeah. Which is essentially you know another attempted spiritual successor to it. Mm-hmm. So. Like, it seems like Nintendo is, like, an acknowledging all of these recreations. It's like, yeah. are they going to try to attempt to recruit them? Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. my biggest wonder, too, mm-hmm. is, like, you know, are they going to recruit these guys and just have them, you know, bring back these, like, yeah, it's, series it, stuff? It's just, like, a lot of people who grew up with those games, those original ones, are inspired, and they created these indie mm-hmm. developers. And that's the big thing with Nintendo, with the Switch. They are accepting indie games. They are pushing mm-hmm. for indie games. Like, that's a whole thing for them. Yeah. And I think that's good on them. But it may, like, I don't know if we'll see another F-Zero game for, yeah. if I, ever. I know, and people have been begging for that, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Because the last one was on the GameCube, and I think people, that got a huge, like, really big response yeah. in terms of, like, quality-wise, but I don't think enough people bought it. I, yeah, I think that's the thing, and so people are making, like, these spiritual successors and these ones that inspired them, and mm-hmm. they're pretty, RMX is okay. Like, yeah. I mean, and it is essentially just F-Zero lacking some play, or, like, return playability, but mm-hmm. I think that's Nintendo's big thing, is they don't have to keep pumping out these titles mm-hmm. of these older games. They can like bring on indie companies that'll do that for them. Yeah. yeah. That was our main like criticism of Nintendo at yep. the time before when we were first talking about this idea of the Switch is that they live off of nostalgia mm-hmm. at this point. Um, especially with like making continual Mario games yeah. and like mm-hmm. recreating yep. yeah, and re releasing, etc. But now with opening up to more indie games uh, like Harvest Moon, uh, not Harvest Moon, but Stardew Valley. Same thing. Same difference. <laughs> see, they're so similar. But uh, <laughs> um, you can see where they're definitely moving more toward the future, which they're always saying that they are. But yeah. are they really? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, I think I think everything kind of went more in the direction that they wanted to with mm-hmm. the Switch. I know when the Wii U came out, they were like, oh, this is going to be the new yeah. dealio, and everyone's going to love it, and yeah. there's not going to be any confusion mm-hmm. about whether or not this is just an attachment to the Wii or not. Absolutely not. Uh, actually. Yeah. yeah. But the Switch stands on its own very well, Yeah, I think. For sure. I mean, and it's just, it's got the good launch schedule. The Wii U suffered mainly because there was a lack of titles. Oh, Whereas yeah. the Wii yes. had too many shovel, has too much shovelware, then the Wii U didn't have enough titles. The Switch has like a hundred and like, I don't know, 120, um, some number around there for this year alone. And they're good. They're all mm-hmm. genuine solid. titles. solid. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're doing a much better route this time. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing that the Wii U it also came out. 2013 was the rise of indie games, and they didn't acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And then they noticed the trend that, like, in 2014, 2015, indie games weren't as popular. And then 2016, 2017, now, indie games are back on the rise. So they jumped right back into the market as it's blown Yeah. Mm-hmm. The criticism yeah. of Nintendo has often been that they're kind of living in their own bubble and kind of being like, this is what the rules are. This yep. is what's going to be popular. And it's like, Nintendo, actually, if you poke your head out, yeah. no. Yeah. And I think they finally have kind of burst that bubble on themselves and mm-hmm. been like, this is what we need to accommodate for and acknowledge because this is what players want yeah yeah they're starting to really get into that consumer market mm-hmm. for sure and, and then, 
that's probably because the Japanese like gamer gamer culture and market is evolving right now. As right. Yep. Yeah. Because I mean that's their main demographic is what they're looking at. Um, they have the worldwide audience, but it's going to sell more in Japan than mm-hmm. anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but with this time around, it has felt more like a worldwide launch yeah. yep. than ever before. It's much more accommodating. It's much mm-hmm. more accommodating is the main word I would definitely use yeah. for the Switch. And I love it. I really <laughs> do. Um, thank you all for joining me tonight. Uh, no, any no final problem. thoughts about the Switch? Uh, like people maybe teetering on whether or not they should get this. Um, It's expensive. Uh, I saved up for months to get it. So... More games will be coming out soon, and right now it's still a little difficult to get, so I definitely would wait a little bit. If you have to have Zelda now, good luck trying to find it, but (laughs) I mean, mean, it's definitely worth it. Um, Maybe just wait for some prices to go down and more titles to come up. I will definitely say that I love it personally. I do acknowledge its flaws. Um, Personal recommendations, if you buy this, right away get a protector screen you Mm -hmm. have to Mm -hmm. have it Mm -hmm. um i mean they sell them for like between 10 and 20 bucks i've got a 10 dollar one that's working fine um and it wouldn't hurt to get a traveling hard case either just so that you know you can carry it around not have to worry about as much about dropping it as we like mentioned way like earlier in the podcast like dropping it is an issue um, but I heard bundles are supposed to start up here soon. Um, I can't give you any specific confirmation, but I think they're supposed to start here within the next couple months, I want to say. But definitely, I would say if you're unsure about it, wait. If you really want it, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Yeah, my thing is it's definitely something you need to think about. Um if you have the disposable income and you're able to get one and you're just you got to play Zelda now i go for it you won't mm-hmm. be disappointed um and the bundles are definitely probably the best way to go about it cuz they are coming soon and with nintendo nintendo always has good bundles like that's how the wii u got sold um but mm-hmm. if you're kind of on the board i would say give it a good six months or so let summer go through let the holiday come close when they start getting like giving out more um don't expect like price cuts though because nintendo's not good about price cuts but it is very expensive it's really on that border of if you think mm-hmm. it's worth it or not and the games are pricey they are not cheap mm-hmm. and they don't taste good as we know <laughs> they're <laughs> very bitter very bitter i don't personally recommend maybe with some guacamole as you've seen some edits but <laughs> first thing i did was taste them oh yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah my thing is is that if you're a student wait until after finals week because otherwise you'll be like me where i'm like <laughs> wanting to play it but lol who has the time right now yeah. um so i'm just sitting staring at it wanting to but instead of studying instead of studying yeah. of course <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. not studying yeah um i'm definitely looking forward to doing like the summer like first week of summer binge where it's just freedom and playing it um but yeah it's definitely uh think about it first um Mm -hmm. you have time before everyone's going to be like oh i've had the switch forever and i've been playing it and you're so outdated don't worry about that in the (laughs) first place um it's it's gonna feel like it's going to be a little timeless for a little while still Mm -hmm. there's not going to be the next new thing for quite some time i would say you got time you got time you got time kid (laughs) but uh yeah so i think we all have 
some very positive thoughts about this, but I'm glad that we did talk about the flaws, especially the flavoring of the game cartridges. <laughs> yes, definitely. You won't be swallowing that. No. no. <laughs> it has a purpose. It really does. Yeah. Um, and so do we here at the Gaming Maw to inform you on everything that's happening in the world of video games and the newest released consoles. As it were, I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is... Zach Sexton. Nolan Leahy. Emily Rubin. Thank you all for listening. You can check out all our other content here at ByteBSU.com under the podcast tab. We're also on iTunes under Ball State Daily and on SoundCloud under that same name. So be sure to check us out there. Subscribe. We're on YouTube as well at uh, ByteBSU. There's so much content that we're putting out. And a lot of content is about the Switch. So (laughs) if you want more thoughts on that, definitely check that out. And thank you for joining us.